0: Hi guys, welcome back to My Steps in Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host Stefanie. Today's another great day for an interview because today we want to take a deep dive into those things that are really, really, really important for us and that we take so much for granted. Our nutrition. our exercise. And I've got a high performance coach with me, Roman Fisher, who will help me and bounce ideas around how he manages himself, how I manage myself and how, how we can sort of, you know, feed off each other and actually show you guys tricks and very tangible things that you guys can do to live the best possible life ever. Okay, so let's go down to the dirty basics. Roman, welcome to my show. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure uh, being here. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like like most other people, um, you in your past, they were not really so healthy. <laughs> talk video games, talk any kind of bullshit you can find on a plate. You probably had it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I, I had just about
1: anything and everything that I would lay my eyes on, you know, and I wasn't very active in my past. I would lounge around and play just about any video game that would... That would suit me.
0: <laughs> it's it's crazy. Yeah. What was your favorite? What did you play?
1: You know, honestly, my favorite, and I still play them today, not as heavily, of course, but my favorite would have to have been uh, Ocarina of Time, just hands down. Yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> oh, there you oh, go, yeah. man. Hey, cool. So, oh, exactly, exactly. So, you're you're basically in this in this own world, and therefore you can get lost in that world. And that is so common, especially now in the last two years, because here we have been through uh, COVID, where a lot of people have isolated themselves, and basically lived in their own little worlds. So therefore, it is that analogy is so fitting for what has occurred. And so many of us have fallen into the trap. Uh, initially, oh yeah, this is we are at home, and I'm gonna do daily exercise. <laughs> That's about like the first January. Yes, I'm gonna get fit here this year. So exactly, no, exactly. So now many of us are exactly in that in that in that position, and there's nothing wrong with that. We just need to recognize that it has occurred. So I mean, for you, there were uh, there was a time when you were probably not so healthy. But then, what changed? How the hell did you transform? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so honestly, there
1: were several instances and occurrences in my past life that brought me from not really being active and not really, you know, um, aware of my health and physical activity, but the few things that definitely did inspire me to just transform and really turn over a whole new leaf for myself. One of the key things was seeing my brother work out and seeing him from, not being as muscular to then becoming more muscular with his weightlifting regimen. And seeing that firsthand, especially my own brother and my younger brother, especially like that, that did something to me mentally. It's <laughs> like, if my, if my younger brother is going to do this, okay, <laughs> I got to step in the ring. I I got to start lifting and I got to get my body right and uh, go from being skinny and get more muscle. Yeah. just become more of a, you know, muscle <laughs> Buzzel
0: house. <laughs> if so. so in other words, let's translate that into different words. You suddenly found someone with whom you connected, and you then held yourself accountable to a more steady regime. And that is, oh, that yeah. is, the, that is the opposite to addiction is connection. The opposite to mental health problems is connection. So here you were, life offered you that thing of the silver plate, which is your brother, yes. your little brother, who is outgrowing you. exactly how cool is that how cool is that yeah it it was really cool yeah but uh, did you did you have any any kind of uh, training then or did you just basically make it up as you went when you when you went into the gym yeah
1: basically i just freestyled the whole thing honestly (laughs) so uh I just taught myself as I went, I, uh, you know, I looked up on uh, YouTube, several exercise tutorials, and, you know, great foods, maybe even some good supplements for building muscle and retaining that muscle. And then also just, you know, good healthy habits outside of the gym to you with mm-hmm. proper sleep, sufficient sleep, and yeah, just limiting your stress. And yeah, just getting
0: enough rest and mm-hmm. uh, staying consistent with the gym. <laughs> so you basically try to reinvent the wheel, although you are so lucky because your generation is different. Uh, when I was in more or less that age group, it, it was called a library. And it was weird, it was a building, then you walked in, and then you walked out with a huge bag of books, and then you actually had to turn the page, a very different story. And <laughs> the problem, oh, yeah. of course, was that in those books, that the knowledge that was in there was already 10 years old, and 15 years old, by the time, actually, I read those books. So you can see that that maybe so many of us who who were maybe half a generation or a generation before you um, have not really got the knowledge and are only nowadays uh, marveling at the the sometimes great quality that you can see on the internet, and sometimes on the bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you... <laughs> There's so many
1: crazy things on the internet that, <laughs> you know, you can get lost in even in the fitness
0: industry. And you're just like, why is that out there? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I had guests before before you on this show, which very clearly said, hey, yes, I went down all those routes, and actually more harm to my body than actually helped my body. So definitely, exactly. definitely. There, and that is the that's where I guess a coach comes in. Where it's really so important that we actually don't try to do it all ourselves, especially once we get a bit on in our life. Um, once you have been trapped in your life for 20, 30 working years, and then think, "May hey, it's time to actually get back out there. Um, Man, Uh, so you're you're a coach, and it's interesting. You 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 don't label yourself as a physical trainer. You you. What's the difference between a coach and a physical trainer?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, really, a trainer and a coach—they're very similar, of course. But I would say the key driving distance, or distance, the key driving uh, difference between the two is that a coach. Um, is different from a trainer in that they're with that, you know, client every step of the way, no matter what. So they're not only there to coach their uh, physical body, but also with their mental state and just accountability as a whole, just making sure that, you know, they're positive and they're thinking and what they're saying to you. And also that their energy and their sleeps on uh, point, and they're just doing everything right. But yeah, that's, that's the key difference between a coach and a trainer, especially in my book, because mm-hmm. most trainers at gyms are pretty cookie cutter, not trying to cut them down or anything. But there's a lot of trainers that just don't always care at the, you know, at the exactly. gym for their clients. Exactly. Some do, of course, but some just are there to just pick up the paycheck and maybe get them some results or half assed results in some cases, <laughs> and then just yeah. pick up that uh, paycheck and leave and head out. And that's where a coach is definitely a lot different in that, you know, regard and sense. They're actually there to help like coaches like me help uh, every step of the way. So mm-hmm. through thick and thin, just be with them mm-hmm. on the whole journey, because mm-hmm. it definitely is a journey. Yes, the destination's important, but it's a huge journey mm-hmm. and you can't ever, you know, quit that journey. Otherwise, you'll never get the uh, get the results you want. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So true. And it's it's good for you guys out there who listening. You know, you can get your physical trainer um, teaching in you know three months, four months um, for sort of the basic level. And some of the the various outfits around the world, my goodness, um, they're just shit. They're just fucking shit. Yeah, <laughs> let's call it what it is. And um, so there are there you have to compare apples with uh, with apples, not apples with pears. Okay. So, and you're so right, there so, there's so much more, for example, whilst sort of the, the physical trainers or PTs, they, they often enough focus on the, on the exercise um, and have a little bit of nutrition thrown in. Um, what do you think is the, the contribution of nutrition to the overall end result?
1: For sure. So nutrition, of course, working out is a lot of it, but most of it, and sometimes it can be all of it for certain people, but I would say at least 80% of it for sure guaranteed is nutrition and any results you want to see, Mm -hmm. whether it's, you know, weight loss, fat loss, or, you know, muscle gain and uh, strength. Mm -hmm. And I would say the, you know, just that addition is very, very helpful. And it's vital, especially for anyone wanting to actually hit their goals and reach the results that they're going for. And I would say in addition to that, it also will help with their uh, sleep quality too, because what you put in your body, other than you know the gym, what you put in your body can also dictate how much sleep you're getting and how well you are sleeping at night. Mm. And also too, it can affect uh, certain people with uh, their mental state because certain foods can actually contribute to autism and other illnesses with the artificial colors and flavorings mm. that they'll pump into our foods. Uh, research has shown that to you. So it's nuts what they put in our foods. That's a whole nother topic though. But nutrition <laughs> yeah, though. It's nuts is what eat. they
0: put in the food. Really? Nuts. <laughs> nuts are healthy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Well the, oh, no, I'm kidding, I'm that, getting I'm that, you. No. <laughs> no, i no, like no. that though. <laughs> no, the reality is, and there are many, many studies out there like that. Uh we know there's a Finnish study out there where they changed the uh, um the food in uh in a prison. And they put a Mediterranean diet Mediterranean food plan on there. And the amount of violence violent incidents in the, in the jail went dramatically down. And we oh, see yeah. that with regards to the behavior of children, sick days in children, sick days in humans, beautiful studies where people change the nutrition and change the basic habits of sleep and hydration. Um, and then looked at the amount of days where headache chronic headache sufferers were off work because of their headache. And by just adhering to the basic things, attention to the basics, they cut off 10 sick days a year um, of the chronic headache sufferers. And that same study was repeated in in, uh, in um, younger kids, teenagers uh, with school absence. So there's so much we can do. My God, there, is. But, there definitely is. Man, where to start? Where to start?
1: Yeah. So really, the best places to start in, you know, just overcoming that food addiction, or just the unhealthy eating, even if it's not quite an addiction, is first just realizing what you're putting in your body and actually just being more aware of what you're, you know, putting in your body. So I would say the best first place to start is reading these ingredients on the labels of the back of your foods. <laughs> Always. Yeah, that's the best place to start in any
0: scenario, for sure. <laughs> and what's your what's your ballpark rule uh, when it comes to reading the labels? Yeah, so definitely just depending on
1: your calories and macros, look at yeah. the calories and the proteins, fats and carbs. I would always look at that because that can help determine as you go throughout the day and eat more of uh, those foods or other foods, you can calculate how many calories and macros you're getting in. Mm -hmm. After that, I would definitely look at the sugar content because sugar, you -hmm. know, in moderation is not going to kill you. But too much sugar can definitely lead to a lot of, you know, illnesses and other bad conditions that, well, we just don't want. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So definitely just analyzing that and then also the ingredients looking at the ingredients and especially looking at the you know first few um top ingredients on the ingredient list mm. because the you know the ones that are the highest on the list actually are the most potent or mm. are mainly in that you know food or drink whatever mm. you're having so just really breaking that down and analyzing that mm. and then also uh, steering clear of any you know, artificial colors like FDNC, blue number one, blue number two, uh, red number one. There's a lot of these weird, Mm. you know, artificial colors they put in our drinks and foods. It's crazy. Mm. Um, Also, you know, steering clear of MSG, uh, monosodium glutamate, glutamate. I Mm. believe that's how you pronounce it, Mm. but Mm. that causes cancer though. So (laughs) that's another thing. Definitely
0: steer clear of. I think as a rule of thumb, if there are more than five ingredients in anything there, you probably shouldn't buy yes. it um, because that's highly processed and highly kind of shit. Um, the classic oh, yeah, I- I- that's, I- a-, that's a simple way of doing it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And if there are big words in there that really sound very chemical, then hmm, probably uh, they're probably not so great for you as a, just as a rule of thumb, if you wanted to start with something. The other way that I always look at it, if you look at a supermarket, it's always built in the same uh, basic layout. Uh, you, certainly here in New Zealand, you have got on the outside, you come in and you typically have got the, the fruit and veggies, then you come to the meat, the fish, uh, and then you come to the sort of, uh, the, the uh, what else is out there, bread, eggs, uh, yeah. etc. So those kind of things, and they are good in general terms stick on the outside of the supermarket once you go through the aisles and you get blinded by various artificial colors just looking at it No, no 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 alarm bells bing 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 so very good very good so simple tools for you guys out there um if you tomorrow or tonight need to go shopping there you go stay on the outside um, and and work your way around that and then just just enjoy and just have a little read and think, oh no, no, there's a lot of shit in there. No, maybe not. Oh yeah. So <laughs> easy, steer clear. Yeah. exactly. Very easy. Very easy. So uh what's the story with the with the hydration? Do we need to be hydrated? Come on, we are water bags. We're full of water. Who the oh, hell yeah. needs water? Come on.
1: Yeah, so it it is nuts because yeah, we are mainly water, of course, uh, made up of that. But we all definitely do need our water, just like you just drank. <laughs> we do need our water, and that's coffee, you know, brother. That's
0: coffee. So oh, that is coffee. <laughs> that that oh. is coffee. So so uh, come on, coffee is really is caffeine in water. So it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, yeah. So as long
1: as you have not, you know, too much caffeine throughout the day, you're fine. But if you have coffee or caffeine, that is another thing you do want to have, um, you know, for every glass of coffee or caffeine, you want to have at least one glass of water to counteract that, most definitely. And then that that'll basically balance that out. Mm-hmm. But as a general rule of thumb, I would recommend for most people, unless you're highly athletic to have eight to 10 glasses of water a day. Now, if you're super athletic, especially Mm. if you're trying to compete in competitions as a bodybuilder, as I've done, you do want to go for, you know, a gallon of water, definitely. So that's my take on water intake. Mm. No pun intended. (laughs) That just kind of happened.
0: (laughs) No, it's cool. My take on water intake. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're quite right. It uh, It is actually so important. And we all... Uh, virtually all uh, in my age group where I'm I'm 56 we are all running around dry like a crisp either due to work environment um if I'm I'm an anesthetist I'm in theater uh my theater nurses are in long cases they can't just say I oh, stop I need to go to the toilet so they don't hydrate they're dry like crisps um equally yeah. in other uh, in other Um, professions, it's the same thing. And that has not necessarily to do with the professions, but more with the fact that we lose our first. After the age of 30, our first is going down the drain. And then what we realize that our body picks something up, it feels that something is missing, but we misinterpret it with, with hunger. So instead of actually drinking a glass of water, we reach for that donut. Uh, and that donut, in all fairness, will give you the energy. It's basically quick carbs, yeah. And then thirty minutes later, you go Rrrr. like you you crash should oh, yeah. burn because your insulin is compensated. You're quite right. So yes, you're so right. So water is so important, and we we see that. And I, I've alluded to that in the the studies on the headache, etc. So yeah, water, nutrition, damn good idea. Um, oh yeah. You said to sleep. I mean, we, I, I, I'm i a man. I only need four hours sleep. <laughs> what do you think
1: about oh, that? Oh, yeah. I, honestly, you know, there's a lot of people that say, oh, well, sleep's for the week. You know, yeah. we don't need to sleep for a grown man. But honestly, we, we all do need our rest, no matter, you know, your gender and anything else, really, for that matter. Even if you have an easy day job, you still need your sleep. Uh, I would say for most people, as you get older, you don't need quite as much sleep. I know that's crazy to hear that and um, think that, but when you're younger, you do need more sleep, especially as you're growing and developing as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. Especially babies, they really need a lot of sleep. But I would say as you're growing up, seven, at least seven, eight hours. Now, when you're you know older and getting up there in age, you could get away with six hours. But really for just the general population, I recommend at least seven to eight hours of sleep, just mm-hmm. as a solid, you know, baseline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that'll definitely help just boost your mental clarity, focus, and just energy to want to go to the gym and have that motivation to want to go to the gym. Also, by getting enough and proper sleep to you, you will actually not be as hungry as easily to you. So if you're, you know, one of those people that struggle with hunger,
0: and you're always hungry, that'll help for sure. And a very good point there, because ultimately it's again, it's the basic needs of our body. And our body wants to have the appropriate amount of rest, food, hydration, and security. Ultimately, it wants to be safe. So if you are basically running around sleep deprived, dehydrated like a crisp, uh, you're eating shit, and your body constantly feels famine feast, famine feast. Um, it gets confused. Plus, then you've got threatening emails uh, that are coming in. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So that's that's already four of the of the basic needs that are constantly being torpedoed by yourself. Can you imagine that your body is not at its prime? Can you imagine that your body is actually under distress? Not under stress, but distress, because it feels, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm about to die. Because that's what your body thinks. Am I, you know, is is it good? Am I, you know, am I blooming? Am I thriving? Or all the indicators, everything is in the red. And your body says, yeah, hey, that's not right. And now let's go for mental enlightenment. And let's go to the gym. Yeah, my bottom. As if your body could sustain that. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. You got to... You know, set your body up for success, not failure. That
0: That's the oh. key thing in oh. everything you do in life. Isn't it? So, okay, let's say I have actually started my journey. And I have started with Good Nutrition. I've actually put a lot of money where my mouth is, not just with regards to uh, buying the, the products. Often enough, buying good products is actually cheaper than buying shit. Um, so now I've put my money in my education. I've actually learned what is good. And I, I, my body is actually a good, uh, my body has a good Mediterranean food plan. It means lots of greens, lots of yummy chicken, fish, uh, lots of healthy fats, all of that tick. Um, I'm actually getting some sleep. I got rid of my uh, nighttime watching, whatever crime thing that keeps me awake, or my blue light. Uh, I don't. Yes, you know, the blue light yeah. exactly. So I've actually dealt with that. My sleep hygiene is not bad. But I'm now I'm 56, and I think okay, let's see. I've had this um, subscription to the gym. I went there once in order to sign the contract. (laughs) That was about six months ago. Um, So what should I actually think about? I mean, there's all this cardio. Should I do a spin class? Maybe I should dress trapeze yoga, or maybe I should uh, powerlifting. Um, What should I start with? What should I start with? Yeah, so... All it really depends
1: on first and foremost is really you have to ask yourself, what is your fitness goal? And what are you trying to achieve from the get go? Once you can finally dial that in and analyze that for yourself, Mm. and for your uh, fitness journey, then you can begin to take the necessary steps from there. Mm. I would say if you're trying to lose weight, cardio can be helpful and definitely, you know, burning additional extra calories Mm. throughout the day. But It shouldn't be your main focus, especially if you're trying to lose weight. You should definitely prioritize strength training first and foremost, alongside being in a caloric deficit with high protein, of course, Mm because protein will maintain muscle and that lean muscle tissue will actually also Mm -hmm. uh, burn extra fat because it revs up your metabolism having that lean uh, muscle tissue. Mm -hmm. And by weightlifting too and lifting heavier weights, That will also rev up your metabolism more. So I would definitely say that, especially if you're trying to burn fat Mm -hmm. and really gain muscle too. You could also do that same kind of approach. Mm -hmm. But of course, if you're trying to lose weight, I would add in um, a supplementary cardio
0: when needed Mm -hmm. after weightlifting though. Very nice. Very nice. I like your approach of things there. Um, There is often often people who sort of are new to their body, regardless of their biological age, um, they think, "Oh, it's easy. I want to lose weight, so it's calories in minus calories out." So, therefore, oh, yeah. today I want to eat my cheesecake and I want to do some workout. Ah, it's basically the same thing, isn't it? What is more effective, <laughs> calories in or calories out? Yeah, definitely. So, if
1: you're, um, you know, if you're trying to lose weight it it depends but usually you can't outrun the fork though so i will say that I'll so love you it. can't outrun
0: the love fork i would <laughs> love it yeah and there was indeed there's one of the the really nutty um sports influencers did actually one day that uh that test he did 24 hours ten thousand calories can I eat ten thousand calories that was that easy a few pizzas and a few Cokes and you know he did it. oh yeah. ten thousand calories easy and then he did okay now I'll do I work out ten thousand calories. And he did his best, his utterly best. He worked out for hours. And I'm, I'm in talk, not talking not one or two hours. I'm talking here 12 hours, 16 hours until his body basically f- started to fail. Um, and he just barely made 8,000 calories as burnout. And that's not with your half an hour cardio. That is 16 hours of yeah. CrossFit and everything. So Hell yeah, guys, so this is really so important. You said it, man. You can't outrun the fork. Love it. Love it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, you got to watch what you
1: eat and just be cognizant of how many calories you're putting in. Uh, Um, Obviously, yes, you you can eat some calories, like don't starve yourself. But yeah, just be more moderate in your approach to what you're eating. And also by eating healthier and cleaner, mm -hmm. you'll ultimately reduce your calories just as a result. Mm -hmm. But even with healthy foods, you can still gain weight. So you still Mm got to be, you know, very aware of, you know, how many calories you're putting in your body, ultimately. Absolutely.
0: And I think that's, that's where then where, where sort of our common approach to the topic, then starts to get a little bit more challenging and difficult, because there are so many hormonal issues, that contribute to that. So let's say your thyroid, that plant here, if that is not working so well due to stress or environmental factors, gut health, et cetera, and that can lead to sort of the, the weight gain in the middle. So there are so many interactions within the, the hormones, let that be the hormones coming from your brain down, the thyroid, adrenal glands, and all your, your, your sex hormones. They all are very intricate in their play, and they are hugely linked to nutrition nutrition, hugely linked to a healthy gut, hugely linked to the healthy things that we need in our nutrition that are often missing. Let's say the selenium, the zinc, the iodine, the the iron, um, have all those little things that you don't pay attention to. In your normal life, and the next exactly. thing, and the next thing you know, is your fire rate is completely out of kilter. Next thing you know, is you have got that swim ring uh, around your tummy. You're bloated. You feel like shit, um, and you think, "What the hell is going on?" So this is just one tiny example how this simple approach of calories in, calories out, is actually not so true. And I love it. You can't outrun the fork. So to actually build yourself up with the healthiest nutrition that you can do uh, is is the first step and and to look after your gut is I guess the first step there. So there's that's so what we are doing here is we're giving you an a kind of overview, a beautiful overview of all the things that are important. And we're not just saying see, you need to do weight exercises. That's it. End of the story weight exercise. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's not just a uh, yeah and I guess that's where the coach comes in, isn't it? That's where where someone who has actually has got an interest in in being being by your side and actually helps you to get through that, uh, where that makes it so much easier. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. So, so okay, so if you're saying okay, we are we are let's let's get into the gym. In the gym, there are sort of the, the kind of different styles. You've got the the physical trainer who should actually be on a parade ground somewhere in the military with a whip yeah. and <laughs> the, the, <laughs> um, exactly so versus versus the the kind of guy who is more interested in in his followers on 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 TikTok than actually what kind of quality exercise you're doing. Yep. Um, <laughs> how do you recognize someone who
1: is bogus? Yeah, so honestly, I would say especially for the trainers that are at the gyms, uh, you know, the ones that are typically just bullshit, and the ones that don't really care or pay much mind to their clients at the gym, are the ones just looking at their phones and not really paying attention to what the, you know, clients doing, or perhaps they'll give them a, you know, workout plan that's customized, but it's really not customized. It's just a bunch of different workouts Mm. that don't really make sense together or exercises that Mm. shouldn't really go together. Maybe they, you know, put a beginner exercise with an advanced um, workout for certain clients, I've seen some crazy stuff at the gym. So Mm. those are a couple examples, just them not paying attention, not, Mm. not really being in the moment Mm. of their client and just Putting a bunch of weird exercises together in one workout plan that don't really belong together, mm. so to speak. So those are a couple for sure that I've noticed. Mm.
0: Very true, very true. Now, unfortunately, the the older we get, the more other diseases and other comorbidities sort of creep up on us. Um, uh, what is your take on on um, on on your existing problems, on on physical problems that there are, apart from injuries, the injuries are the obvious, you know, have you got any knee pain? Yes, I can't move that knee. Well, okay, that affects your your workout. But uh, are there other medical diseases where you modify the plans? Yeah, definitely. So honestly,
1: if someone has, you know, a problem where they can't really consume much fat, then I definitely never do keto, or I do a low fat uh, meal plan. Mm. So that's, that's one instance for sure. If they have high blood pressure, I definitely make sure, well, low sodium is good for most people anyway, but I definitely make sure to have it very low in sodium, Mm. whenever they're, you know, Mm. having that condition with high blood pressure. So those are a couple instances, uh, just right off the bat that I definitely analyze and modify accordingly. Based on the client's needs,
0: mm. and I think there's there's so much there. So there's actually, I think, from a from a doctor's point of view, I would strongly suggest if you guys are new, if you, let's say, you have got your midlife crisis, and let's say it is time for you to reevaluate what is important for you, and if you're in that 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 spot, I I congratulate you because that is where the magic happens. Okay, time to review where you are at. Um, I think it would be really, really cool for you to go to your GP, to your family physician, and actually get a get a once-off workup, because the amount of people who are um, coming to me having had injuries, and then during the workup for theatre, um, uh, we find diabetes, we find high blood pressure, we find uh, things that they didn't pay attention to. Sometimes we find critical things. So if there, are, if you've got a critically high blood pressure for example, and you have gotten an underlying weakness of the blood vessels in your brain, 2% yeah. of the population have that, and you now go for some weightlifting and say, great, put the plates on, and we go for it. Guess what happens, okay? You go pop, and that pop is, well, the pop can be deadly. Um, yeah. So I think these are the things where really it is worthwhile for you to to have a medical workup and see what is going on, like a warrant of fitness, I guess, before you drive with your car thousand miles on holiday. So makes makes sense. So yeah. all cool. Well, but I mean, let's be real. We are talking about all these beautiful things now. If you are, <laughs> if you are a a single mum or a single dad with holding down two, two jobs, holding down, just barely holding it together, actually. And, uh, and then you say, hey, great. Uh, Now you have to look after yourself and you have to eat healthy and go to the gym. And (laughs) she or he will say, get lost. You know, (laughs) when the hell can I do that? Um, What would you say to something like that?
1: Yeah, I would honestly say in that instance, in that scenario, I would say definitely you can make time for the gym. Or if you can't, for some reason, go to the gym, if you don't have a car, transportation, Mm -hmm. or, you know, if you just don't have that, you know, access to, you know, the gym and there's not really one close to you, I would recommend working out at home Mm -hmm. and just making time to just do some workouts at home and what i recommend especially is doing circuit training especially if you're trying to lose weight mm. what's really go- uh, what's really cool about that is you can burn a lot of calories in a really short amount of time and mm. get a really solid workout in mm. in really 15 minutes and sometimes 10 minutes mm. um, and get a lot of calories burnt in that time and that only runs you like 10-15 minutes in one day mm. so you can get a really solid workout in for just 10 to 15 minutes mm. I like to believe, you know, most people, they have time for the gym, they just don't make the time for the gym. <laughs> that, that's where it comes in. To uh, also to uh, one other thing I would recommend is, you know, spreading out your workout days. So instead of having less workout days, have more workout days. And then that way, you can just better, you know, equip yourself with mm. actually having time to work out that way.
0: Absolutely. And and I guess there is, maybe we need to move away from the gym thinking, you don't need to have your lycra on and uh, run into a place where there are a lot of people sweating. Um, you want to increase your metabolism, you want to actually build muscles. Well, guess what? I mean, imagine that you live in a house that has got stairs, you know could you imagine that you just instead of once going up um you actually go up for every time that you need to go up you go up down and up Well that's exactly. can you imagine exactly that will actually give your clue so your bottom and your quads or so your thighs will give them quite a nice workout. thank you very much um oh, yeah. so so you know you can actually choose to incorporate more things in your daily life. Who says that you can't stand on the kitchen counter and actually whilst you're waiting for the pasta to boil, do 10 push-ups, assisted push-ups, i.e. you're leaning against the kitchen kitchen counter and you're actually doing not, rather than on the, on the ground, which you might not be able to do, but sort of standing, standing against the wall, you know, even, even less, you can do 10 oh, push-ups yeah. and that's yeah. more than you did yesterday. Okay. Definitely. So, how cool is that? So now you have done some squats, i.e., you walked the, uh, you walked up the stairs a few times. You did some push-ups. Um, although it might have just been those push-ups, cool. Yeah. That's more than you did. <laughs> exactly. Well, next time you need to go shopping. Who says that you have to be the closest to the door of the supermarket? Why not go to the, if it is safe to do so, go not to the end of the car park in the supermarket, and then you have to walk hundred meters. To actually go to the supermarket. Well, that's that's hundred meters, that's hundred steps you have not done yesterday. So and so on and so on. I think we all are falling prey to a laziness that drive through everything. Okay, so if we can actually just pull back on the drive through. And actually walk through. Make a point of. Hey, if I want to have a drink, I might as well walk to the bloody bottle shop and not trade through. Okay, (laughs) so you know, trade off those kind of things. You will never be hundred percent, but you can every second you can make a decision. And that is where a coach like you go out there and actually say, okay, fine. Where are we at? Okay, you have tried that, but didn't really work. So why? Let's figure that out. And. It is a journey. I love what you said there originally. Um, how much does this, uh, a mindset, or let's rephrase that. How much do you incorporate um, stress-reducement, stress reducement it's an interesting word <laughs> reducing stress it is yeah <laughs> stress reduction. <laughs> well if shakespeare can make up language then i can come on oh yeah <laughs> my show my show i can do what i want <laughs> no Fair how enough. much <laughs> oh, how much do you do you um favor um strategies that reduce stress in yeah daily life as part of a physical training Yeah, for sure. I definitely believe that managing
1: your mental stress is also very important. And it's very uh, paramount. In addition to just weightlifting, I mean, of course, weightlifting will reduce stress in itself in its own right for your uh, physical and mental health to you. But just doing like some basic chill out type exercises, if you want to call them exercises like Mm -hmm. yoga, and just breathing in, breathing out, putting on some meditation music, maybe having some lavender oil or some other essential oils just nearby. Mm. And just having that just in the room, maybe having a vaporizer in that room and just tuning everything out around you and just Mm. becoming one with whatever peaceful thoughts might come to your mind. Mm. So doing stuff like that. um, I would also recommend journaling. Journaling is very relaxing and reading books before bed, stuff like that to you, I would heavily recommend. In addition to getting your stretches in to you after your workouts. <laughs> oh yeah, got to stretch it out. Got to stretch it out.
0: <laughs> Indeed, and why is stretching so important?
1: Yeah, definitely just to improve flexibility and just help really uh, prevent injuries and just uh, other unwanted you know, effects that could happen in the gym. Because obviously in the gym, your goal is to get healthy, but there are things that can happen and you could potentially pull a certain muscle, Mm -hmm. Um, but by stretching that helps just dramatically reduce that,
0: for sure, and Mm -hmm. just makes you more flexible, so why not? (laughs) And when you're young, it is a choice. The older you get, the more it's a necessity, because either you use it or you lose it. And I think that is important. Um, I see so many falls in the elderly, because they have not done strength training. They have not done agility training, balance training, flexibility training. Um, That is all something that somehow went by the wayside, unless they have been a prima ballerina or a sports person then often enough, we see them in, in a different light. They, they oh, yeah. want to keep going, but they're, well, they've got both shoulders knackered and their neck is knackered, the lower back, their hips and their knees. And there are not many other joints that are not knackered um, because they've completely abused their body um, as, uh, as younger athletes. So too much at the wrong time, definitely. Too little at the right time, definitely not right. Um, so there you are. So we need to to come up with a healthy, healthy, with healthy ways, where we teach our body that it's normal to be used in a right way. That is that we we are treating our body with the right nutrition, that therefore with the right exercise, with the right joy. Uh, what do you take? What is your oh, yeah. take on on joy? What is your take on um, on having fun?
1: Yeah, I I really do believe in having fun and really just enjoying the moment and not really, you know, living in the future and not really living in the past, especially not living in the past. And just realizing (laughs) that, you know, this is a present, you know, it's a present moment for a reason. They call it the present for a reason. It's a gift. And I, I really love to believe Uh, That's how life is, you know, we got to treat every little and big uh, moment in our lives, especially in our present lives, as a gift, because, you know, life is short, life just goes by, Mm -hmm. you know, like, Mm -hmm. like a vapor in the wind, it's crazy. So I believe just making the most out of every moment, getting a workout partner Mm. or a coach like myself, uh, just anyone, (laughs) just anyone uh, to be there for you every step of the way Mm. and help you just enjoy the journey because, you know, whether it's with fitness or not, just having that person with you uh, just to enjoy life with and just have fun, unwind you know, don't be afraid to have one cheat meal a week. It's not going to kill you. I don't advise to have several, but I do advise <laughs> you can have one. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't go binging now. But, Absolutely. But have one. It's <laughs> not going to kill you, you know, once a week. And <laughs> that, that'll that help, you know, prevent you from splurging. Yeah. Uh, some people have, you know, great willpower. Like, I'll admit, I don't even have cheat meals. It's crazy. But some people, you know, don't always have that strong solid willpower and that's understandable you know because we're all human mm. but if you do have that situation and that's how your body's wired then have a cheat meal once in a while it's it'll help you know prevent you from splurging
0: and mm. just going all out <laughs> in that direction i love that i absolutely love that but i would uh, put an and to that so when you're feeling like you want to have a cheap uh, cheat meal, cheap meal? No. Cheap, cheat meal. meal. <laughs> They're not cheap. That's the fact. Um, so figure out what do you actually want? What does your body crave? Is it the sweetness? Well, okay, so okay, we can create something sweet that is actually healthy. I made mean, uh, last night no two nights ago I uh, made myself some bliss balls so i used dark chocolate i used cranberries which gave me the sweetness i used oh, nice. dates i used hemp hearts uh, which gave us the omega 3 fatty acids um i used um hazelnut no i used uh what did they have almonds um almonds in there uh and minced it all together put some flavoring in there healthy flavoring um, oh, nice. and it was just oh yeah so our uh, linseed, linseed crushed linseed in there. So I've, I've had um, ALA in there. So I had a lot of healthy things in there. And they are sweet. They're gorgeous. They're rich. Fantastic. One of them, little ball, is basically a, a ball of goodness, which nice. is actually nicer than a bought cheesecake, um, which basically makes me feel bleh, bloated yep, after no, a class. Exactly. <laughs> so, so guys, figure out what you want. And then learn how can you substitute, how can you actually create something that is really healthy and um, that ticks all the boxes of the cheat. um, And you actually think, hey, that's cool. And even if I I cheat and I actually have a bigger portion of it, the only thing is I get more goodness in it. Maybe a few calories more. (laughs) So that's a good cheat. It is. And what I love to do for myself is
1: I'll have oatmeal. Yeah, that's one of my staple breakfasts. Uh, is having, you know, protein oats because it's really filling, has a lot of protein. mm -hmm. And also it's your classic oatmeal. And Uh, so instead of adding, you know, all that sugar and brown sugar, even I'll just have, you know, peanut butter and I'll add some uh, bananas to mm -hmm. it. So exactly. that'll take place of it or, you know, blueberries in some instances Oh, so much
0: better or both. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, yeah. what you've got there, you've got healthy fats, you've got um, uh, low glycemic uh, sugars. So that basically yep. keeps your blood pressure more or less stable over a longer period of time. You have got the beautiful uh, color, the anthrocyanines. Um, I always pronounce it wrong. <laughs> basically, they a the beautiful reddish color. Um uh substances that are so healthy for us you're basically eating your rainbow already there and that's so cool and this morning i had um i had uh, a gluten-free toast avocado on it salmon on it uh hemp hearts on it uh and uh beetroot because we know beetroot again is 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 full of the red colors for everything and it was yummy so that's what I'm saying we can play we can learn we can build up knowledge and skills and before you before you blink three months have passed you feel better you look better people are saying wow have you been on holiday you're so relaxed because oh, yeah. we have we have actually worked on our basics and that is that is the, the journey that you went on and and here you are the living transformation, the living proof that what we are saying is actually working. Um, so many people just need that little nudge and need to understand that we don't need to to climb eight thousand meters and find the guru on the top of a stone in the in some lotus position. That's not where you find fulfillment. That's not where you where you find um, wisdom uh, and exactly. calmness. You find it in daily life. By living here right now and trying to make the best decision at any one moment, and you don't get it right all the time, but the more uh, the more decisions you get right, the more I venture a guess there will be a smile on your face and you feel better, you feel more confident, and you feel to feel closer to the person that you deserve to be. I think oh, that's, yeah. Roman, that's 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 what you embody this kind of movement, this kind of let's actually live healthy. Um, and let me be by your side uh, to actually get you kick started, um and get you get you going for six weeks, three months. I mean, how long do you need a trainer? Yeah, that's
1: a great question. So it really varies depending on the person's goals. I usually work with people anywhere from, you know, 12 weeks to uh, 16 weeks. And of course, some people, they'll continue on uh, beyond that because some people still need that extra push or they have different new uh, goals that came to mind. Mm. So it just depends. But usually I would say if they're trying to lose uh, 20 pounds or less or gain, um, you know, about 10 pounds of muscle, then you could do about you could really get away with about 12 weeks for the most part. But if they want to lose more than 20 pounds, mm. let's say of weight, then I would definitely suggest doing 16 weeks or more. Mm. That's that's roughly the the baseline on that.
0: Mm. And that's and we are sort of thinking always in money terms and those kind of things. The reality is we need to think in habit terms. Um and it for you to change a habit, I mean, if you're now in your 40s, 50s, and you want to change the habit of actually now I want to do some exercise, well, guess what, the last 20 years, you probably haven't, because you were so busy with business, life, marriage, oh, yeah. whatever. So you have to undo 20 years of habits. And do you think that will happen in two weeks or four weeks? I don't think so. So, nope. so, and that's where that comes in guys. So, and that's where most of the new year's resolutions fail. Okay. So it is, it is a given that you will not succeed if you don't put the time in. But oh, I, yeah. if, I also like to think of it, you know, to you as,
1: you know, this is, it's a huge journey and it's not a sprint. It's yeah. a marathon. And yeah. there's really never a finish line. It's crazy to say that. And, and think that but the race is never really over you know it's only begun it's
0: only just begun exactly oh i love that i absolutely love that because that's exactly how i how i strongly that's the life that i live right now um it is there will be setbacks there will be challenges there will be new trauma there will be new shit happening in my life but i still have the power to live right now and live intentionally and uh i'm 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 growing every single time I do a show every single time I listen to a podcast every single time I'm meeting someone new um right now I've already changed by just our discussion triggering yeah. some thoughts in my head where I thought huh I might do x or I might do that and it's beautiful so guys l- be inspired if you if you h- like If you like what you've heard here from Roman, Roman, where can people find you?
1: Yeah, Yeah, so you can find me on uh, social media or on my direct website. My social media uh, handles for Facebook, Instagram, and even TikTok and YouTube. It's Roman Fisher Official. Now for my direct website, where you can see all my client transformations and testimonials and my whole story
0: to you, it's RomanFisherOfficial.com. Perfect. Guys, look down there into the description of the YouTube video and of the podcast. You've got Roman's uh, details there. So don't be shy, check him out. Um, there's nothing nothing that could go wrong there. Um, and while you're down there, press the like and subscribe button and comment and, and do all those things that help us to grow the show, to bring it more into the algorithms so that people out there... Um, get infused maybe as much as you do and certainly as much as I got today um I was not planning on working out today but guess what I'm doing this afternoon um so <laughs> here you go nice. so it that's is how you, that's how you do it exactly yeah, it's a choice so therefore come on um and I had a rough week so therefore it is actually good but don't forget the joy um I'm this weekend I'm on a on a medical conference via Zoom via virtual. And virtually every single um, presenter had a joy picture in there. They all made a point um, to actually uh, put something in that brings joy to them. Let it be their dog. Let it be their most beautiful view from, from their famous thing. So it was, there was joy in every single lecture. And I thought, okay, now that's interesting. How beautiful that we all are changing and that... Medical people are realizing the importance of what you are bringing to the plate. Those kind of the healthy eight um, that we that we so, uh, that we only recently have learned in medicine of to be of such profound significance, and that's exactly what we have just discussed today. So, guys, this was one of the foundational uh, interviews that you, that you could do for everyone out there to live their life to the fullest so i hope we have uh, tickled your your interest i hope we have we've we've brought the the topics to your to the forefront of your mind and invited you to come along for the journey because this is an amazing journey i love it roman loves it um and if oh, two, yeah. two idiots like us can get our shit together <laughs> guys you can do too okay there's a really fair chance for you okay listen to us oh yeah um, Roman, you're, you're a great guy. Thank you so much for being a guest in my show. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been great. <laughs> yeah. And you guys out there, live with passion and look after yourself. Bye.
1: I never give up. I never give up. I never give up. Turn around.